All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, sports fans of all ages, welcome to another edition of the Fan and Fanatic Pep Rally. Let's get into the first segment, Inside the Mind of the Fanatic. Yes, all right. This week, Parker, got some special searches that I found. Love to hear what was going on in your head. So first one I want to talk about, new college football uniforms 2023. What were you looking for? What did you find out? So I was browsing the Googles, and I saw something about Georgia getting new, like, uniforms. But I guess nothing really changed. Like, they were, I think they were, they had, they used to, but, like, they're changing it to block uniforms. So that got me intrigued. I wonder what other, I wonder what new college football uniforms there will be this season. So, yeah, that pretty much takes that care of that search. All right. Did you find any new, did you find any new uniforms for 2023? I think so, yeah. But I'm pretty sure that some that all the Oregon ones are going to be surpri- a surprise because you know the Oregon Ducks are like a rainbow the the rainbow of football uniforms, you know. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, second search I want to talk about. How did NBA 2K League operate during shelter in place? So the NBA 2K League is the official esports league of the NBA, hence the name NBA 2K League. And as you know, in March of 2020, we there we there something happened called the COVID-19 pandemic, where everyone had to shelter in place. And let me tell you, it it was the best of it was the best few months of my life and the worst few months. The best few months because well, I got to watch sports all the time. The worst few months because mother said I had to get vitamin D. Oh my goodness, who need like. Why would anyone want to go outside in the mid, in the midst of a? You never know what kind of germs are, are lingering outside, mother. So obviously that was a concern for NBA Two K League. So what did you find in that search? So like, uh, what I was wondering is like if they if they like what what their season would look like because normally a Two K NBA Two K League works for like everyone's in this in like one big old room playing to playing together, you know. So I wondered if like they just did it remotely and had like a feed or something. Did you find the answer? No. Appar- I, I don't think I was specific enough blah, 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 enough with my search. Got it. Okay. This next one, not sports related, but maybe somewhat related to vaccinations. Uh, is there a World Health Organization supported method for vaccinations? Tell me what's going on there. There's... So one thing y'all might not know about me is that I hate needles. Like this one time we were we were getting our yearly flu vaccinations and and like we we had just learned about fl- flight or fl- fight or flight response in human anatomy in sixth grade human anatomy class. Shout out to my sixth grade human anatomy teacher, Miss Clark. She's awesome. And so we just like I said, we just learned about fight or flight response. So when I saw the needle, I like legit bolted. You know. Anyhow. You. Uh- you exercised your flight response, obviously. That's correct. Okay. So, well, what does that have to do with the World Health Organization? I was trying to figure out if there was another, like, World Health Organization-supported way for getting vaccinated that didn't involve needles, but I guess not, because, uh, seriously, what, what's so, like, seriously, what's so beneficial about getting po- getting poked in the arm with a, with, with a, with a giant syringe, you know? Fair enough. I'm sure there are plenty of listeners out there that agree with you that needles are are no fun. All right. 
that is uh, that's it for inside the mind of the fanatic. So why don't we move to this week in sports history? Uh, I'm going to start, and because you kind of gave me a hard time for only going to uh, the week prior uh, last week, I'm going to go a little bit farther back to 1936. So this week in 1936, as a matter of fact, it was on uh, June 20th. American sprinter Jesse Owens set the world record for the 100 meter dash with a time of 10.2 seconds. Now, that's impressive. But Parker, do you know who currently holds the world record for the 100-meter dash? Mr. Usain Lightning Bolt. (laughs) Very good. You are correct. Now, do you know what his time is, his world record time in the 100-meter dash? I'm going to venture to say, like, since he's literally got lightning bolts for feet, the man probably ran that thing in like 10 seconds. Uh, even faster than that. He ran that Not- thing in 9.58 seconds. Unbelievable, right? Almost a full half second or more than a half second faster uh, than Jesse Owens in 1936. And that was in 2009 that he set that world record. So yeah, how about man- you? What you got for us this week in sports history? So this week in sports history, let's travel all the way back to 1986. So this week in Ooh. 1986, the 1985 Heisman Trophy winner, Mr. Vincent Bo Jackson, signs a three-year contract to play baseball with the Kansas City Royals, or is or is there more colloquially known, or is there also known as the Crowns? Ooh. Wait a minute. So wait here's a minute. The... So he signs with the Royals. Tell me, like, I, I thought he was a football player. He was what you call a multi-sport athlete. And here's the juicy story. He, in 1986, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had the first overall draft pick in the NFL draft. But, he, but Mr. Vincent Bo Jackson refused to play for them because, quote, during, record, because during a recruiting trip, he went to visit said Tampa Bay Buccaneers or the Buccaneers facility. And they had... They had told him that it was an NCAA-approved trip, but it was not, and he had to miss the end of his senior baseball season. He kept his word not to play for the Bucks and instead played baseball with the Kansas City Royals. In 1987, he was drafted by the Los Angeles Raiders and played baseball and fo- and played a combination of baseball and football, like Chris Davis and Jameis Winston and Mr. Neon Coach Prime, D- Mr. Coach, no, Mr. Dion Coach Neon, no, Coach Prime Neon, no, sorry, Mr. Neon Coach Prime Dion Sanders. Very good. That's excellent. You know what makes me think of, though, in history, uh, growing up around that time, uh, and music that I used to listen to, there was a song by a tribe called Quest with, uh, it's also featured, Leaders of the New School, uh, a song called Scenario, and there's a line in there. You better keep it clean, uh, boy. We don't want to get demonetized. uh, I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't. Keep it clean, I promise. Uh, and so there was a line in there referencing some ads around that time with Bo Jackson in them, showing him playing all these different sports that he knew everything about all sports. Uh, and uh, Fife Dog, uh, rest his, uh, may he rest in peace, uh, he sings this lyric, Bo knows this and Bo knows that, but Bo don't know Jack, because Bo can't rap. Oh! What do you think about that, Parker? Oh, <laughs> boy, my boy laid down the bars. That's bars with a Z. I, I, yeah, I wish I had written them. Um, there's also, maybe let's dig a little deeper here. Uh, as you know, uh, being close to uh, Auburn University, 
There's a little bit of a debate there about who is the greatest Auburn athlete ever. Go ahead. Or as I like to call it, the Gaot. The Gaot. Okay. So is it Bo Jackson? Is it Frank Thomas, who also played baseball there? Or is it Charles Barkley? Do you have an opinion? I mean... They're all pretty solid, but I guess I had to choose. I'll, I guess I'll have to choose Charles Barkley because the man is a stud, all around cool dude, and yeah, they don't call him the round mounder rebound for nothing. But if I'm not mistaken, aren't you uh, fond of uh, the Nugenics commercials that Mr. Frank Thomas uh, is a part of? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Hey, Frank Thomas, if you're <laughs> listening to this, I would love to have you on my podcast, and you too, Mr. Doug Flutie. <laughs> Nothing to say about eugenics. <laughs> yeah, check back when I'm like 47 years old. Oh, all right, I think that's enough for uh, this week in sports history. Parker, tell us what's coming up uh, this week on the podcast. This week on the podcast, oh, you'll be hearing me interview one of my all-time. Well, one of my really, really good friends, whom I met in Hawaii in 2018 when I was there for the for the Ace Hardware Golf Tournament, the Ace Shootout, Mr. Mark Bolger. So, to stay tuned to see how that goes. All right, and all right. So I guess that pretty much wraps it up for my partner Ryan Grilecki and my produce and my co-producer Chrissy Grilecki. I'm Parker Grilecki saying, game set. Match. See you, fans. Oh, sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, the fan and fanatic has left the building. Bye. All right. <laughs>